For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dodici. You're listening to Daybreak. President Trump continues his unprecedented denial of the presidential election results as political unrest and natural disasters shape the rest of the world outside the White House. It's Monday, November 9th. President Trump continues to deny the results of the presidential election, presenting top Republicans with the dilemma of either supporting baseless voter fraud theories or going against the wishes of their party. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has insisted that the president somehow actually won re-election. Senators Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz, class of 92, have echoed the president's allegations of widespread fraud that they hope will be uncovered through legal challenges to the results. On the other hand, the only living former Republican president, George W. Bush, congratulated President-elect Biden on his victory and rejected any suspicions about the results. A similar dilemma exists in the White House, where the president's closest family members and advisors have debated whether to embolden him or encourage him to concede. Eric and Donald Trump Jr. have been vocal in denying the election's results and encouraging their father and fellow Republicans to do the same. Meanwhile, CNN reported on Sunday that First Lady Melania Trump and son-in-law Jared Kushner have suggested the president start accepting that Joe Biden will replace him in January. On Sunday, Ethiopian Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed announced major changes to the government's military and intelligence leadership, including firing the army chief, the head of intelligence, and the foreign minister. The moves come a day after the Ethiopian parliament voted to dissolve the regional government of Tigray, the country's northernmost region and the site of escalating military action. Fighting there started after forces loyal to the local government recently seized control of a national military base. Dozens of casualties have been reported in the region, and the federal government is continuing to order airstrikes in order to destroy heavy weapons seized by opposition forces. Communication and travel to the region remains cut off, and concerns are rising that the current conflict may escalate into an all-out civil war. Tensions have long been present in the region. Tigrayan leaders dominated Ethiopian politics for many years until the current prime minister's rise to power curbed their influence. They now believe that Prime Minister Ahmed is an illegitimate leader after he postponed national elections due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Things reached a boiling point when the Tigrayan government defied this postponement and held their own elections, which were subsequently declared invalid by the federal government. In other headlines, several hundred people were taken into custody in Belarus on Sunday during the ongoing anti-government protests that have been taking place since the country's election on August 9th. Authoritarian President Alexander Lukashenko was re-elected in that vote that international observers have described as neither free nor fair. The people are demonstrating for his removal. Tropical Storm Eta made landfall in South Florida late last night, becoming the first named storm to make landfall in the state this year. The National Hurricane Center has projected the possibility that Eta may move westward after making landfall, regaining strength in the Gulf of Mexico during the week, and could make landfall a second time in the state, this time as a hurricane. Just after 9am local time on Sunday, a magnitude 3.6 earthquake struck just off the coast of New Bedford, Massachusetts. The quake was felt widely across southwestern New England and even as far north as Manchester, New Hampshire. And Alex Trebek, beloved host of Jeopardy, passed away at age 80 due to complications from pancreatic cancer on Sunday. He hosted the show for 36 years, beginning in 1984, and became synonymous with the program. His last episode as the show's host will air on December 24th, Christmas Eve, 2020. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by David Maluski, Jack Anderson, Hope Perry, and Eli Costa, and produced under the 144th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dodici. Have a wonderful day.